Welcome in, welcome back. Hopefully everyone had a fantastic Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, we certainly did here in the OUA. A ton of great games. Playoff seating becoming a bit more sorted. Not really. There's still a logjam. Uh, but some teams are certainly making their cases for why they should make the next level. Uh, McMaster, Waterloo, we'll start there on the Friday. All I really have to say, stand up Mac defense. Uh, Anthony Miller, 24-yard touchdown on the first drive. Outside of that, he netted a total of 15 yards. This is for a guy who was, I believe, just around 200 the last game. Uh, the rushing attack for Waterloo was stifled. And as a result, they found themselves into a big hole at halftime. And they had to start swinging for the fences. Nick Orr ended up with two picks. Nolan Caban had a touchdown. Um there was a fumble by Anthony Miller as well. So three turnovers. McMaster's defense played with their hair on fire, it seemed, all game. But they were allowed to because special teams player of the week, their punter, Michael Horvath, 42-yard average on punts, uh, including four inside the 20, one touchback. Um, so he almost had five inside the 20. That's an insane stat line for him. Uh, he also contributed kicking some field goals for them, but... On the offensive side for McMaster, no Keegan Hall. I guess he was injured. They'd put him on the roster as kind of uh, some gainsmanship, I'd say. But Stephen uh, Stefan Narancic played. He ended up getting hurt. So their third-string quarterback, Luke Thalman, had to play the chunk of the game. Um, he ended up throwing a nice touchdown. But for this team, it was all about them just controlling the pace of play, winning the field position battle, and letting their defense take control especially once they found themselves up at half um, there wasn't a whole lot left to do for mac though this puts them in kind of an awkward situation here as now both teams have two wins uh carlton's got two wins toronto's got two wins and a lot of them are going to be fighting while well, the four of them are going to be fighting for that final couple playoff spots um there's one left for four teams and they've all got the same record. Obviously uh, Carlton has beaten Toronto. Toronto has beaten Mac. Uh, there's a lot going on here, but for this final playoff spot, we've got a log jam. It's becoming a bit more clear that, you know, Guelph and Ottawa, they've got a tough schedule coming up, but those last couple playoff spots have a lot of teams kind of vying for them. I think Queens will be able to piece themselves into the, into the postseason and get that four seed locked up. But uh, for the rest of the teams, it's going to be a mixed match. It's going to be a jumble. It's going to be fun to watch and we're going to be here for it. Of course we are. So let's move on now to those Queens golden Gales uh, and shout out to the Queens offensive line. In case you didn't see, Alex Freakin still out with his wrist injury. Um, the game plan for Queens was run the damn ball. I feel like uh, Sandra Bullock in the blind side. Run the dang ball, Bert. Uh, Queens had must have had someone yelling that all week long in practice because Coach Snyder, Coach Flaxman, 
dialed up 367. Yes, 367 rushing yards. Um, they threw the ball nine times. Russell Weir had a few dropbacks they ended up scrambling on, which, you know, added an extra dimension to Carlton of like, oh my, we stopped the run. Okay, we put them in a passing situation. Uh-oh, quarterback starting to scramble on us. Um, but Jared Chisari, 26, 231, a second straight week over 200 yards. Uh, Anthony Souls also added 98 and three, which did not seem like he was breaking in 98 yards. He was uh, just kind of coming in relief for Chisari and ripping off big runs all on his lonesome. Uh, so Souls gets all the TD. Uh, I got a nice text from Connor from uh, Basic Training. Heart and Souls. That's all it read. And uh, he certainly was right. Three touchdowns on the day. Four, Carlton. God, their offense is good. God, their offense is fun. Uh, Tristan Lefebvre, they they sling the ball around the park. Kasim, uh, Mafuta, Aiden Arnott-Smith, Tristan Reddy, uh, Hunter Brown. I think that this collection of receivers is good enough to keep them in any game. And for a while, it was keeping them in this game against Queens. Um, but where they struggle is finding balance. Maybe they will rip off a big run with Alex Gale or Josh Ferguson, get them into second and short. But what do they do then? Because they haven't really established the run all game, but now they're in a high percentage run situation. And they usually end up trying to double down. And that's where Queens would get them and say, okay, well, that eight yard run was kind of an aberration. We're going back to stuff you. Uh, and it ended up being true. Like Ferguson had an eight yard carry, finished with 15 total yards. Gail had a seven yard carry, finished with 19 total yards. Um, I will say, this game turned on one play in particular. Aiden Arnott-Smith fumbling the ball on the two-inch line. Um, they were going to be in position for a field goal. It would have been um, a Ronaldo sneak touchdown, I'm sure of it. But at that point, it would have been a real close game. Carlton's defense was playing well at the time. Uh, and that really just kind of pushed them into the back end of this game saying like, yeah, Queens, we're going to take, we're going to take control of this. Um, I will say for Queens defense, South bear came back limited snaps. Um, but when he was in there on key pass rush situations, Oh my gosh, you could tell. I know I was on the sidelines sitting there going, uh, are we going to give an extra guy to, to block him? Because he, he is a freak. And uh, the rest of the D linemen, Played fantastic. Derry Newell back. Obviously uh, didn't dress last week, but uh, five and a half tackles, a sack, two and a half TFLs, one of which was the biggest TFL I have seen. Uh, he came through pretty much scot-free off the line against the inside zone play. So I uh, this Queen's defense, I've mentioned it before. Oliver Mwemby had another big uh, sack as well, but this Queens defense has become the lifeline of this team with the Alex freaking injury. They have really made it a difficult team to move the ball on. And when you can't move the ball, you can't sustain any drives, your defense starts to get tired. And that plays right into Chizari and souls hammering away for 30 plus carries in a game. Uh, so for Queens, I said to coach Snyder after the game, I don't think I want to be, 
uh, a team with you guys on their schedule coming into this backstretch because they are physical, they are hitting their stride, and they're playing fantastic defense. Um, uh, Queens, 35, Carlton, 16. Uh, gives them the head-to-head, gives them the leg up as they come down the backstretch here, going against Ottawa and Guelph, two teams that are right behind them in the standings. So Queens, with the momentum, with the build, are going to have a tough stretch, but I think they've got it. Third game in a row, my Toronto Varsity Blues. Yes, that is right. Uh, York Lions, not taking home the Argo Cup for another year. 57 to 3. 40 to nothing at halftime. Uh Luca Ponte had a huge pick six. Jake Osteen had a pair of touchdowns. Um Scott Barnett, I thought, played a really good game. They they went with him again. Two incompletions on the day. Just so happened they also had to be picks. Um, so a really solid day from Scott Barnett, but I believe the picks were after they would already blown it out. I was at the Queens game for this one, so I was just kind of following along. Um, I had full confidence in in the Blues to to reel this one back. But for York, same problem. Uh, Maltes Alunga had a great day, 100-plus 100 total yards, uh, 87 through the air, 25 on the ground, um, but three interceptions, uh, a fumble, a couple sacks taken. The negative plays have really killed this team because it's not like, oh, they get a pick and they have a chance to drive again. It was, no, no. Luca Ponte's got a 45-yard pick six. Uh, Braden Parker, a 64-yard one. Uh, so I, I think with this team, it was it was snowballing really early for them. Uh, Luca Ponte, obviously Defensive Player of the Week, but uh, not going to spend too much time on this one. Toronto 57, York 3. Toronto seems to be liking what they have with Scott Barnett right now. I'm expecting them to kind of ride this one into the back end of the season and just kind of fight for that last playoff spot. Um, They're going to have a tough setup to get to that, but we'll see as we get going. Final game now for the weekend. Uh, A short week as we just had the one extra game. Uh, Laurier, Ottawa, if you haven't seen it by now, holy crap, Raiden Thorne. I'll lay it in uh, so you guys can see. But after a tight game, it was 11 to 19. Raven Thorne goes full extension in the back of the end zone. Uh, that was where the game really turned. It was, okay, yeah, we're here. We're, we're awake. Let's, let's keep moving here, guys. Um, from that point forward, it seemed like it was Laurier just kind of putting it in cruise control. My one comment um, the next day to, to an Ottawa alumni that was the most unassuming 38 points I've ever seen scored. It it looked like Laurier was in cruise control, quite frankly. 35 first downs, 500 yards of total offense, uh, 276 on the ground, 257 on the air. Like they they had a an interception, but they had a sack as well. They gave up. This just this was just a cruise control game. Quentin Scott. 15 for 194 and a touchdown, 13 yards, a carry offensive player of the week. Um, it was just kind of easy. They'd hand the ball off to Nelms or Scott, and it was five or six yards before they're getting first contact. 
And I know when you look at the stat sheet, you're going to say, oh my God, Max Charbonneau, keeping up this fantastic pace, eight and a half tackles, seven of those were assisted tackles. Yeah, because his D-line was getting shredded to the point where he had to make first contact. And if you've ever seen Quentin Scott, which I'm sure most of you have being OUA football fans, not the kind of guy you can bring down with one tackler. So yeah, when Max Charbonneau gets hit, there's got to be a lot of guys rallying to it because he skates on and he keeps gliding through the box. And uh, this is this is a really good game from the Laurie offense and showed why they can kind of dominate teams here in the OUA. Yeah, they lost time of possession, but they ran for 200 yards. They had big plays in the passing game. Elgersma had a couple rushes for first downs as well. Two, obviously, rushing touchdowns off the goal line. Um, but no, I, I think that this Ottawa team with Josh Jansen, like I'd mentioned last week, they have found that added passing attack and it's making this team kind of hit not where their full potential was at the start of the year, but where they they should be around considering they have a backup quarterback instead of Ben Miracle. Uh, Jansen, two touchdowns, 233, but it's allowing teams to play them honestly and gives Omiclar Polk in that offensive line a light box to deal with. 112 and a touchdown on the ground for him again. Um, they've got the playmakers outside. They've got a really strong defense. Uh, transfer in Tolu Ahmed now back and playing TK still out there. Cumberbatch is out there. Uh, both of them. That is I, this team has DBs to burn. They have speed to burn on the back end. And when they can control and get up on teams, it's going to be tough for people to move the ball on them. Uh, it was just that missing element of the passing game that had kind of hurt them early on in the year when they were trying to sort out what to do without Ben Miracle. But that's all for this week. Next week, we got a full five slate of games. Uh, there's some good ones in here, including Windsor at Laurier. I will be bringing those to you guys as we get closer to the day, so stay tuned for that. Uh, if you want to catch these games, make sure you head to TV. The games are there on demand if you missed them because you were doing some kind of family outing. But stay tuned. Stay ready because the OUA playoffs are a couple weeks away.